Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grabbag, your weekly podcast for viewing games in the Game Pass Collection for your 3D perspective ring skill range. I am the ginseng honey of this episode, Andrew. With me are Arnold Palmer, Keith. Hello. And of course, my sweet tea, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, Liz got to pick the game because she never picks a game. And so uh, this week. I did pick this game. You did. She picked Spirit Tea by Cheese Master Games. Spirit Tea is, I never realized this was actually a genre, but uh, I guess it's considered a cozy game. Or more aptly, it is, I guess, a management simulator game. We are playing a character who just recently moved to a town that is known to be possessed by spirits. And so you move to this town because you are a writer and you're trying to write a book. So you want to get secluded and help clear out your mental block. And then you discover, yes, that there are lost spirits here and they require you to run a bathhouse. So essentially, if you have ever seen the movie Spirited Away, this is Spirited Away, the video game. But going around, Liz, since you picked it, was this a game or a pass for you? I really thought I was going to end up giving it a game because I really like tedious things. Like when we played Arcade Paradise and I was like, oh, I like doing this laundry. But um, <laughs> for me, I felt like there wasn't enough to this game. And I felt like the first couple hours were great. And then I was just kind of done. <laughs> So for me, unfortunately, it's a pass. Keith? I, I'm going to be honest. I, I kind of have a little bit of a sigh of relief hearing you say that it's a pass, Liz, because I thought I was going to be on a, on a bit of an island this week. And I actually will still say it's a game because I actually still like all of the things that I'm disappointed with and that would why I think I agree with Liz's past, but I actually still kind of like it. I just, it's not, it's kind of boring. It's, it's so like over, it's just good enough to be a game that I would go back to it. And I think it's that cozy atmosphere. You engineer Andrew, it's so laid back and, and easygoing that I could absolutely pick it up, but I don't know if I'd want to. So it's a very, very thin game, but a very a game nonetheless, I guess. So for me, I got to say, this tea needs to steep a little more. Uh, so I am giving it a pass. It's If you are really in the need for a cozy game, there is still fun to be had with Spirit Tea. You know, when I first played it, you know, I, I think I did like eight to ten hours where I, I was kind of addicted. I was like, this is a lot of fun. This is great. But it has a pacing issue. And there's a lot of things that I'm like, ooh, is this game hinting at this mechanic that's going to happen? It doesn't. So I think this game is definitely set up and has a good foundation. There's just not a lot of meat on these bones, uh, as we'll kind of get into. So like I said, if you're really in the need for a cozy game, you can still check it out, but I'd probably wait a little bit. I'm sure they'll add more content to it. But yes, as I said, though, the story of Spirit T. You know, you're, you're playing this character. You have to create your own character. Uh, it also looked like you could maybe change your profession, but you can't. You're a fantasy writer, and you're just here to write a book. And, you know, you come to this town, and for once, this is a cozy game where a relative didn't die, and you're not inheriting, you know, your dead relative's job or whatever. <laughs> so that's kind of a refreshing pace for the story. But yeah, you just kind of come here, and they're just like, yeah, you, you wanted to live here? Here's a free house. It's like, man... Where's this town? Where, where Where's this place that's giving away free houses? So, yeah, you end up drinking a uh, tea 
hence the name of the game, that ends up letting you see spirits. And you're introduced to Wanyan, which is this cute, adorable floating cat who's floating out a coin. Uh, and as far as the story goes, I'm going to start off with this. Wanyan is, it is, cr- he is criminally underused. Like this, he was so disappointing. He actually got annoying. Like at first, when he was talking, I'm like, this character's awesome. It's an adorable cat floating on a coin. What's not to like? But man, he just got in the way. Yeah, especially when you're trying to clean the towels. Then he gets in your way. He's like, what? Yeah, like, that's all he says. Get out of my way. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying to work here. But yeah, like it was just, I, I thought for sure he was going to be there as like an encyclopedia. Anytime you're lost or something, talk to Wanyan. Nope. All he does is go, what? What do you want? And it's just like, oh, come on, man. Wanyan is the rad ghost of spirit tea. A hundred percent. That is a, a, a for per- the few people that listen to our big con episode. <laughs> There's a reference for you. But I, I, I don't know. I guess maybe this isn't as bad as the big con. Um, no, it's not. Yeah, this game was actually enjoyable. I, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it, but you're right. This is a management simulator esque style game that starts with a a new purpose. Now, what called you to this town? Do they do they, I, do they give you a reason why you chose this town? I didn't see one. Okay, because at the beginning, you literally are creating a character, and you're just like, "Hey, welcome to your town. You're here to write a book." I also love, too, that when I started this game, um, Andrew, I don't know if you remember this, but I was like, oh, where's that guy, Eric? And you're like, Eric? Like, that's not a name in the game. Like, that's like a super white name. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to bring this up. You always love, I swear, every week, try to find so a way to like, bring up something I'm going through all the characters, and I'm like, look at all these names. Like, there, there's a big mix in this game. Like, if you go through the names, isn't there like an Amelia? And like, there's so many different names but it's just one of those ones that you're always like no liz you're wrong and then i just like oh hold on hold on look at this well let me explain so this game takes place in a japanese-esque i'm assuming it's japan they never say but you're in obviously some sort of asian asian country uh to me i assumed it was just japan so obviously you're there and you know like as liz said you know there is a lot of asian folk and it's just like okay and so this is like, where's Eric? And it's like, Eric, like, what are you talking about? You're in Japan. There's nobody named Eric. This also, too, in my defense, is another big issue with this game. The NPCs are wildly forgettable. Yes. But there there were a lot of names that... There's, there's what, like 22, 27 or yeah, something? Yeah, 20... The very no, I think there's 24. One of the very yeah, there's first a lot. tasks it gives you is like, hey, you have to introduce yourself to every single oh, my person. Lord. To- and that sucked. Boy, what a tedious process. Like at first I thought, oh, it might be kind of fun to walk around a little bit, explore the town and, and figure. Absolutely not. I think I found like two people and I was like, dog, take me around. And that's what <laughs> I did. And the map is terrible. It doesn't say like who anybody is and the graphics really aren't great. And so when you, especially with like the map, all the people just look very similar. And so when you're first starting out in the game and you're looking at the map trying to find someone, it doesn't say whose house it is, it doesn't say whose name. It's just, it's really weird. And then I also didn't understand too, where it's like, oh yeah, you can go to people's houses at any time. We leave our doors unlocked, but you can't wake them up. 
So it's like, I at a certain point, it's like, you might as well not be able to go in their house. No, I, I agree, Liz. No, I will say, though, with the map, the map is actually better than Sardew because, like, at least in this map, it at least gives you the icon of the people. But I do agree. There was numerous times where I'm just like, it's a floating head. I'm like, who the heck is that person? But Especially, too, when you get helpful. the post where it's like, oh, so-and-so wants you to do this. And I'm like, who who is that? Like, I, I don't know these people. Yeah, I just felt like that the map was useless for me. Yeah. I, I really didn't see a purpose. And I also, like, I, there's so many people to remember. And they're, like you said, they're all forgettable. Yeah, very um, I remember Faye because she's, you know, the person that's helping me with the bathhouse, like building, like repairing stuff. And yeah, I remembered, no, nope, I already forgot her name. Was it Suzuki? Nope. Su- Su- Sujin. Sujin. Sajin? she was the only one she was the one that lived on the boat she was the one that actually looked very unique everyone else just kind of looked like an amorphous blob it's like okay but she was the first one i friended wanted to ask so i have a picture on my phone sorry for listeners who can't see it but um so there's an apartment building and you go in and is this guy dead he was always like that there's a dead guy right what on the computer no, laying in the bed. The pink guy. Listen, that's a stuffed animal. That is not a stuffed animal. That's a stuffed animal. You thought that was a dead body? It's a pink. It's a pink toy. But his face is like ooh, like uh, like it's a toy. He looks, he looks like he was murdered, and his face looks scared. That is a that is a dead person in bed. Hold on, hold on. Well, at least hold it up for Keith. Hold up for Keith. That does not look like a dead person. No, no, that it's not even in the bed. Cause, exactly. Cause that's another good point. It's not even in the bed. The bed it's is clearly just a on the bed and there's a pillow and a blanket. It's clearly sitting on a dresser. There's a dresser behind there. I mean, the dresser behind the bed is kind of a weird look. Look, I'm not going to. Why is it green? That looks like a shirt. <laughs> Uh, I th- th- what I'm saying though is that graphically the the character designs and stuff did not help me remember certain people and storylines and stuff. Oh, yeah. you were right, Andrew. It is Sujin. S U J I N. Okay. I, I, You're right. Sometimes. Every so often he gets one, I, and I'll and I'll give it to him when he does. I get one. Everybody gets one. Uh but yeah, the story. I, one thing I will say though, what's nice about this kind of cozy game is that there actually is a story. There actually is a beginning and there is an end. You know, there is a whole purpose of you being here. It is to write your book. And as you're helping these citizens in this town who are being plagued by various spirits that you're trying to remind these spirits who they are and, you know, to help them remember who they are, come to your bathhouse and, you know, soak up some hot water. And there you go. You'll remember who you are because that's how spirits work. But there's at least like a purpose to this game. So I actually got to the end of the game where you actually can finish your book and leave the town. So that's one thing I actually do kind of appreciate that there actually is like an end. Because as much as I love Stardew Valley, it was there's certain points that where you're just kind of like, hey, what, what do I do now? I kind of have everything. But that's after putting in like months of playing the game, though. Yeah. So for me, it's like there really is an end. But at the same time, we've played so much Stardew Valley that I can't really fault it for like at some point being like, oh, what it's I not do? a fault, but there's definitely people out there that want to have that closure to say that they, you know, beat the game. They finished. But was it. the story that great that like you cared? 
Because for me, like, I watched you play so much. I, I think I watched you play more than I played. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I played over five hours. But I, for me, like, I didn't, I, at the end, I didn't care. But with Stardew, it's like, I feel like I care about the people more. And it's like, it is, there's so many games in this genre that I feel like I enjoyed more. And that's why I'm, for this, it's just like, it wasn't enough. There wasn't enough. Like, you're walking by these farms. It's like, and you're getting more towels. And it's like, why can't you be growing stuff and chopping down trees to repair the, the bridges? And, you know, there's like, there's, I felt like a lot of times I would just go to sleep because I had to wait. Yeah. I was going to say, that's, I think, really my biggest gripe is Same. that between the upgrades that I was just constantly waiting, 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 or walking around finding stuff to do but there i I, like i suppose at some point the game maybe starts to give you some tasks but there's not it's just very do what you want to do and i I felt like i never had a proper direction for anything and and i think that was kind of my biggest gripe as far as gameplay goes that and i know that i there's things to unlock with the bathhouse with food and whatnot but I felt like the bathhouse was just a lot of waiting for people to, or for spirits to leave, so I could put more spirits in. Yeah. Wait for them I to also, leave. <laughs> I also didn't really like the energy hunger system, where there was nothing I could really do. It was to, a little odd. Yeah, I want like if, in a lot of games, it's like, oh well, you can just eat something or 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 make something that will give you an energy boost. But I just felt like if your days are gonna be like so kind of short sometimes i just i wanted more energy but i couldn't really go about it i mean you're leveling up of course and that way you can get more wood because like at the beginning you only start with like a certain amount of cuts you can do to the tree the the logs provide fire to warm everything up and everything but um yeah i just wanted more energy and that's why i was kind of extra bummed where like i would be like finally getting in a rhythm and it's like oh well i have to go home now yeah, this game really struggled at kind of explaining. It, it gave you the very bare minimum of this is your bathhouse. This is how you run it. You know, in the basement, here's the furnace. You have a tree that keeps regrowing. So cut off a piece of it, burn it. And that's how you heat up the water. Put spirits in the water. It makes them happy. Make sure you put the right spirits next to each other, which uh, which is also a whole other mechanic that was kind of weird. And then it's like, oh, scrub the spirits. I had no idea how to do that. I stumbled upon it, and even then I didn't know if I was doing it right. Yeah, I didn't know how to do it. I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, and then there's, like, dust everywhere. I just figured out, I'm like, maybe if I grab this broom, I can maybe clean the dust. But I don't know if it does anything. So, like, there's a lot this game just doesn't explain that I was just kind of fiddling around with. And I'm like, I don't know if there's a benefit to this. Like, what's going on? And that's what I was kind of disappointed with with Wanyan, the cat. I thought for sure he would kind of give you more context of what's going on. That's why I thought he'd be an encyclopedia. Instead, he just follows you around the bathhouse and gets in your way when you try to pick up towels. Yeah, because, like, when the spirits pay, do you do you get more money if your bathhouse is yeah. clean? And then also doesn't get dirty again, or at least, like, does it after, like, a couple seasons? No, it stays, once you yeah, clean so it, you it's clean Yeah, so you just clean it one time. Yeah. So I wish that there was, like, a breakdown of the money. Yeah, there's, and that's, uh, like, this is, like I said, this is these are a lot of complaints that I have. I'm sure they could actually fix and actually make this game better. But yeah, as Liz said, there's no breakdown when you're doing the bathhouse. At the end of the day, you know, everyone's literally putting their money in a big old jar and you just collect the jar at the end of the day. So you don't know who's giving you what money, you know, 
And they tell you, oh, if a spirit's leaving extra happy, they'll pay you more. But there's no way to know the difference. Like, oh, this guy was adequate happy. Does he only give me $100? Was extremely happy. What does he give me? $150? $120? Like, you have no idea. Unless, like, you are really trying. You know, yeah, there's there's no set rate. You're not picking the prices for anyone. And the spirits come in different sizes. I think the bigger the spirit is, the more they'll probably pay you. But once again, I don't know. There's no breakdown. So, to me, this game was all about quantity and not quality they tell you oh you could put elixirs in the pool to make them happy you know what each spirit is represented to a season they like to be sitting next to spirits that are on the uh, following season so like spring likes to sit next to fall no sorry spring likes to sit next to summer summer likes to sit next to fall and so you have to kind of have these like rotations but if they sit on opposites so if you have a spring sitting next to a winter they get unhappy but like once again, I don't know how it's broken down with the money. You also don't know the spirits. You have to figure out what spirits are associated with what season. Because you have to, like, dig and, I don't know, it's a whole convoluted thing. But, yeah, it's this bathhouse was a nice idea because it is a lot of fun at first. But just the lack of knowing what is going on was just irritating me. So, wait, how do you... Do you scrub? Do you just find a cloth? Kind of like you get the broom. From what I could tell, I think the broom was working. The broom which you use to sweep the floor, clean up the dirt, I think you could use Gross. that same broom to scrub <laughs> them. I'm assuming, because I have beaten the game, and I never saw the store vendor sell an actual brush. But I've gotten employees, and when the employees brush, they actually have like a red-handled brush. And so I'm like, am I missing a brush somewhere? Or maybe only they do it? I, n- no, you're supposed to be able to, and, supposedly. I, but when you did sure the broom, it, it showed bubbles. Find around? Oh, well, I guess if you see bubbles, then it's probably working. Yeah, it's so it was clearly listen. doing something. But that's the thing. like, It shows the spirit's happiness, and it wasn't moving. So I'm just like, am I actually doing anything? What's, how does it show their happiness? Is it like just like a little bar? Yeah, anytime you go near them which is also a thing that's not really explained, but you kind of figured out they have a emoji face bubble that appears when you go near a spirit. That's their happiness. Okay. And then underneath it are these little pink dots and that's their time that they have left until they're done with their bath. Right. And not explained. You just got to figure it out. Does scrubbing them speed that up too? Cause Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Cause I, I I mean, not that it matters for anything. I, my assumption was that, putting them close to each other and things gave you more money. Now, how much more money? Who knows? But it was one of the things that Wanyan said about like, hey, happy spirits means more money and all, all of that. But like you said, no real way to know for sure. Like, like the only way you could actually know would be to open the shop, set one in, wait for it, yeah. close the shop and like repeat that over and over and you know what i am sure i would almost guarantee you there's someone on the internet who has done that or, or nope i've tried wiki in this game there's not a lot of info out there well maybe th- maybe this is our angle we're gonna we're gonna i mean it's the break i was just gonna say open. you do it andrew <laughs> well i was gonna say too it. yeah even on my friends list literally us three are the only ones on my friends list who have played this game yeah it's, so it's, i highly doubt many people are gonna be listening to this episode too it is a weird one <laughs> Something else that you point out to me is that, so you repair a shrine for a spirit so they'll leave somebody alone, yep. and you only use the repair kit once. Yep, and then it's just gone. And then so for me, I'm just like, that That was another bummer. There's literally so much of this game. Like I said, the game is complete. Like I said, I beat it. If you're just really into just doing a bathhouse, 
This game is it. But like, I felt like this game was hinting at so much. You know, the house they give you is kind of off away on the town and it's a big old plot of land. And I'm like, oh boy, look at this big old plot of land. I bet I'm going to do a lot of farming. I thought for sure I was going to be growing tea since the game's called Spirit Tea. You literally drink tea once. The entire game is called Spirit Tea. You drink tea once to see spirits. And what's up with the soccer ball? You I was just like, play soccer, I guess. I, I was doing soccer story like, in it, so. <laughs> like, because like, it's like there's no the achievement. Like I'm like, what are you? What am I doing with it? It's there. There must be a purpose. <laughs> to kick, I guess. No, that's that's but, about it right there. Yeah, but there's no I, there's no farming. There's kind of farming, but not really. Well, because like you could you have a little garden in your bathhouse, but I found do. seeds once. Well, I guess there's that because I was gonna say there's a couple times people were asking me if I liked gardening, and I just kept going, yeah, I like gardening. I guess it doesn't really matter much. Um, yep. Yeah, none of the there's, characters were anything memorable. Yeah, there, and there's no romancing either. I can, there's I, a couple times people seemed like you were romancing. I like how that's your but basic, no. I can't romance a video game <laughs> character. I don't like it. For a cozy game, that's like the, that's like cozy I, game I, 101. I will give you that. But I yeah, I didn't care about any like improvements in relationships because all i really cared about if i was going to is i wanted them to work in the bathhouse because i wanted to do even less in the bathhouse even though i felt like i never that's did all there was anyways. to do <laughs> yeah. which did you get anyone to work in your bathhouse i did not i got well, one person to like level two i think and a or a couple well, people to it once again another big disappointment here like I said, a lot of these complaints I have, I think, can be fixed and improved. So, as we said, there's like 24 NPCs you can friend. Uh, every NPC has like three heart levels. Once you get to the third heart level, they're maxed out friendship with you. You convince them to work in your bathhouse for you for free. So, they're essentially just like a slave labor force now. Because that's the thing, too. Like, it doesn't matter what time. You can open your bathhouse anytime. So, two in the morning, those friends you... Convinced to work at your bathhouse are right there. So it's like, forget your job. You're working here at the bathhouse for free. But you, so there's like 24 NPCs. You can only have four employees. It's like, what's the point of having 24 NPCs, which is an achievement to friend every one of these NPCs. And you can only use four of them. And it's not like, oh, this NPC is extra good at washing towels. This one's extra fast at running. No, none of them have stats or anything like that. So you could literally could have the old granny run around everywhere and she's perfectly fine. She's just fine as a young person. The granny from the store? Yeah. You could convince her to join. So it, it's just, it was like, it was odd. Like I thought for sure, because that was my thing where I'm like, oh, I want a bunch of scrubbers because your bathhouse is huge. And only having one scrubber, that person, you, I had like 20 spirits bathing at one time and she's just casually scrubbing one. It's like, come on. Like that's not doing anything. But yeah, there's just, like, that's what I mean. I feel like this game has a lot going and I felt like it's setting up for it. So as you said, Liz, with the repair tool, when you look at the map, there's a ton of like disrepaired uh, structures. I thought for sure. I was like, oh boy, I'm bad. I'm going to repair a bunch of these things. Uh, you find a hot spring and there's like another house next to it. I'm like, ooh, I bet this is maybe my second location. Maybe I open a second bathhouse. Nope. They're just dilapidated buildings that are there for decorations. And it's just like, come on, what a tease. But yeah, like I said, like there's things in this game that I think are going to be added on later because it seems like that's what they're going for. But at the moment, it's just a little bare bones. Yeah, and one thing I thought was interesting 
is that I mean I didn't get to this point, but I was watching Andrew play, and the story gets a little dark. A little bit. Yeah, and so for me, I thought it was because they they have other things where like you know there's that teacher that you know his his parents passed away, and there's there's little little moments, but then like something happens, and it's kind of like a weird turn in like the the atmosphere of the game. Yeah. Uh, there's actually even too a bit of a jump scare because I actually did find one where I was like, how am I dealing with this spirit? Uh, Keith, did you ever figure out the painting spirit? You see the posting of him no. really early on in the game where a guy says, like, please don't mess with like people's paintings. Did you- no, I didn't see that one. No. So it, I finally Googled it because I'm like, I've had this posting forever. Like, where is this spirit? Because usually when a posting is put, like, there's a community board, like in Stardew Valley, in which, you know, unlike Stardew Valley, these are kind of hints as to where spirits are hidden. So this is one thing I really like about this game. This game has a lot of kind of puzzles to it. So these spirits have their own different quirks about them and whatnot. So you'll get a posting from a citizen saying, like, hey, I noticed my cell phone's missing. And so you usually go up to that citizen and talk to him, like, you know, I saw your posting, what's going on? And they give you more of a context. And you even have a journal that kind of tracks, like, oh, they said at 2 a.m. the phone disappears. And then you will talk to another random NPC and they'll say, oh, I saw the cell phone floating in the hallway at this time. So you can kind of deduct a little bit, like, okay, I need to be between this time and this time at this location. Maybe I can find the spirit. So that's one thing I really liked about this game was finding the spirits. It was this cool kind of puzzle to it. But yeah, with the painting one, I'm talking to the guy who made the posting and he says nothing. And it's just like, okay. And it wasn't until like I read online that you, oh, you have to be on Mondays and Wednesdays, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. That's when you could talk to the guy. And it's like, what? How, like, how am I supposed to stumble upon that? I would forget to use the spirit vision. <laughs> like when that bar came up and it shows like the, the curry. It was, you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah I you need vision to see the ghost and you have a limited amount of it each day. Yeah, and I kind of would forget to use it. And then I'd be like, why am I not seeing any spirits? <laughs> like, I'm at the right time. And then and then I would figure it out. It's not like I permanently forgot. But yeah, that happened quite a few times. Yeah, and which it took me a while to figure out. There's a handful of mini games also within Spirit T, which are pretty... Uh, they were okay at first. They got a little tedious. My favorite one was the Digging of Treasure. You get these little clues and little pieces of maps and you got to figure out where a hidden treasure is, which is a cool concept. But of course, there's a complaint about it. Uh, when you're digging them up, you're finding spirit tomes, which those are the things that are giving you more details on the spirits as to what season they are, what food they like to eat, you know, what type of elixir they like in their water, who they like to sit with, and so on and so forth. But also, there are obviously four elixirs you need to put in the water in the bathhouse, a summer, winter, fall, and spring. I beat the game. I only found one. Like, the entire time this game's like, oh, make sure you put elixir in the water to make the spirits happy. And I'm like, where do I find these elixirs? You have to, there's 50 treasures you can find. And only four of them are elixirs. So, yeah, I beat the entire game and only found one of the elixirs. So. But then, like, if you have, so, like, uh, for me, I always have, like, the wrong seasons in the same like, yeah. spot, but like they're separated. So like one on one end, one on the other. So like you are supposed to... to more put the spirits of the same season in a pool. So you could put that elixir in. I mean, I, I, I could definitely do it if I had like the elixirs, but 
Like, you definitely have to have, like, emptier pools and stuff, so less customers. Well, that's what I'm saying of, like, when you do the bathhouse, it's more about quantity than quality. Just fill as many spirits as you can. Who cares if they're upset? Because who knows how much money you're making? You were talking about the mini games. I remember you bringing up the the karaoke is terrible, uh, or that's really hard. It's very hard, and, yeah. But I noticed yeah. that every <clears throat> single time... I got the option to hang out with somebody. It was when I had no energy. And so every single time I had to, I had to not do it. And so I was, does it only prompt you or can you prompt it? You have to talk to an NBC in their quote unquote free time. How do you know what their free time is? You don't. Because you also want to talk. Sometimes they tell you. Oh, that is true. I've had like two people tell me. Well, you want to talk to them like whenever you can, because you're building up that friendship. And so, like, I'd be walking home and run across somebody, and every single time, the only time that it happened was when I had no energy and I couldn't do it. So, yeah, I, I, th- I mean, I think that's just bad luck more than anything because there typically is a set time because there's times they'll be like in their shop for the day or wherever they may be. And like Andrew said, I think I had, I don't know, a couple of them say, you know, I'm typically free on eight, but on weekends, I'm more free. So it, it'd be kind of nice. And I'm sure it tracks this all in your journal. But the overall UI of your journal versus your bag versus the pamphlet was just a mess. I I didn't like any of how you had to switch between that and it would stay on the last one. So if you went to the the journal, you weren't in your bag. And the amount of times I put something away because I went and – I, or I dropped something and I didn't realize that I dropped it and then I've lost that shovel so I need to go buy a new shovel. <laughs> yep. It's happened to me a that couple times. It definitely happened. I just little things like that, that quality of life yeah. are just so much of a nuisance that that's the things I, I disliked most despite being kind of bored because a lot of these types of games, I, I kind of, while I might not be always as bored per se, they're just... They're very slow-paced, and they're very mellow to begin with. So I, I think it fits very well and and how I feel from that aspect. It's just it's things like that. And I think another one that would be absolutely huge, I don't think it matters, but just a, like, hey, close bathhouse once all, get, like, spirits are done. Like a, like a soft close, if yeah. you will. Like you have to just hard close it. And I don't know. It's like a weird anxiety thing of just sitting there watching the ghosts or spirits line up. Yeah. And yep. Seating them. I'm just like, I, well, I'll just see one more, I guess. I don't know. It'll something to do. And then I'll just, I'll, I'll end it when this one's done. But then that one's already halfway done. And I just kept going. And the next thing I know, I'm passing out in the bathhouse because <laughs> I, I, well, I could figure out the stamina. I couldn't figure out the stamina versus the energy. I didn't. I couldn't tell what indicated energy. Um, Your tiredness. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like okay, these two- tiredness. But like what? But what indicated that? Other than there was no indicator sure for your tiredness. At like midnight, it was like, "Hey, you're tired now." Even though you just woke up ten minutes ago, it's midnight. You're tired. At the very beginning of the game, it gives you a quick dialogue explaining tiredness. So depending how many hours you sleep, is how long your tiredness will take. In order for it to like take effect. So if you only sleep, if you sleep like less than six hours, like you will get tired within like six hours. But if you sleep past eight hours, it'll extend your tiredness by a good amount of time. If you sleep like 12 hours, it extends your tiredness by a good amount. But there's no visual of it. It's just the game saying like, oh, you'll, you won't be as tired as long. 
Yeah, and then if you do like, so I slept like the seven hours, which is you know uh, like the good sleep, and then I realize like, oh, it's not still not open yet. I'll just sleep another like three hours. It yeah. goes to the three hours then. Does I it, think so. Yeah, it does. It doesn't matter how like that you did the seven. Yeah. So that was really frustrating. But yeah, Keith, I agree with that. That's something I complained about to Andrew. I'm like, it really bothers me that I have people lined up and I can't tell them that we're not accepting more customers. <laughs> it just feels <laughs> so rude. On. Yeah, I was wishing yeah. like all these NPCs as recruiting that maybe they would run the bathhouse for me when I'm not doing it. But then what would you do? You know, that's a very good point. And but I also, um, I see. I feel like I'm extra negative. This, <laughs> but it, it really isn't a bad game. But there's like so many. I I, I put so many hours into this style of game that like there's little things like so for me like when it comes to like foraging and stuff, I would find stuff, but then they don't stack. That's how you phrase yeah, it, right? Stuff so you doesn't have a, stack, which is crazy. You have a chest, and it's like one berries, one slot. Yep. One, and so for one me, like garlic. <laughs> where I am in the game, I really don't have a need for it. So I'm walking by all the stuff that I can pick up, but there's no use for it. So that also bothered me. I'm like, I want to pick up all the fruit. Yeah, there's clearly, like I said, you could clearly tell they're planning on adding stuff. Because there's like a ton of different food you can cook. But I only cooked like two things. And it was because it was required. And it was just, it like, as Liz said, like food doesn't stack. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to store 40 soy sauce in my refrigerator. So if I ever need soy sauce, it's ready. It's like, no, if you're going to cook something, you have to like plan ahead and make sure you have each one of those ingredients because they don't stack. So you have very limited space. So if you're, you know, you really got to plan ahead. It's just really weird. But I agree. I feel like I'm being negative too, but I actually put like 24 hours in this game. (laughs) I think it shows. I I think it shows me like thirty. There's a couple times I I fell asleep playing the game <laughs> because I as as we all know I play late and uh, yeah like I said the the very cozy quiet nature of this game coupled with uh, playing late at night occasionally leads to nodding off. So a couple times yeah I, I let this game run all night. So I did not actually play thirty plus hours of Spirit Tea. Yeah, I saw you were ahead of me. Like seven or so maybe. Uh, that's, that's probably a more realistic number. But the nice thing about the sleeping system, Liz, is uh, unlike other kind of cozy games that you'll play, you know, when you're sleeping, you're picking how long you're sleeping there, you know, there's no really time penalty in this game. So, you know, a lot of games where it's like, Oh, if you stay up past one, your character just passes out. And whenever you sleep, you always wake up at five in the morning, not in this game. You're always picking what time you're doing. So like and it's really important because a lot of times like i said when you're trying to figure out these spirits they're like oh you got to be here at 2 a.m it's easy to just sleep and be like i'm gonna get up at one and just get to that location and be ready so you can kind of pick your times which is great and because of that this game is actually a pretty decent x cloud game because you know it only saves when you sleep but there's like i said no penalty you know just go to a bed and sleep for an hour boom save you can turn it off so it actually was a half decent x cloud game not that it's far to get around town, but do you have multiple beds that you can sleep in? No, nope. you get a bike, one? though. Right. Oh, yeah, it looks pretty right. fast, oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which this reminds me. So another complaint, unfortunately, about this game. This game also has a pacing <laughs> issue. Uh, so you start in spring. I unlocked everything in the bathhouse and essentially had no more use for money by midsummer. So I'm at like, I was at a point where I'm just like, 
I'm running the bathhouse and I'm collecting money, but I don't know for what. Because you can't upgrade your house either. You know, you could put some random furniture in, but there's, once again, no purpose of it, just besides designing your house. But yeah, I bought the bike. I unlocked everything in the bathhouse. I repaired the bridge. And now I'm just sitting on a whole bunch of money to nothing to do with it. So I was like, okay, now what am I doing? <laughs> so yeah, this game, this game needs more unlocks. It was way too easy to unlock everything in the bathhouse. There's only like eight unlocks for the bathhouse too. It's actually not very big. So dang, I think I was on my second one. So what season are you there. in? Are you, are you in? I'm still in spring. I'm oh, in like okay. day 15, 16, something like that. Thanks. Yeah, you really must have fell asleep. If you put 30 hours in the game, you're on day 14 in spring. Yeah. I feel like Liz yeah, is fine with I that. Mean, I don't know where I am. <laughs> Wait, so I've done... I don't know how many unlocks I've done either. I don't I don't know. I kind of stopped playing it a couple of days. I, I've dabbled in it um, yesterday a little bit, but I put most of my hours in early in the week, and I've been watching you play yours. Yeah, you so. love watching me play this game. I first introduced you because I always want Liz to pick a game because Liz doesn't know games. So I know she likes cozy games. So I was like, hey, this just came out and she, you loved me watching me play. I did. I, I, I was really hopeful. I just wanted more. And so yeah. I, I kind of, I thought it was a game that I was going to just play the entire week and get back into like the, the gaming rhythm, but not really. And now next week's game has to be really good because I just started a murder mystery book. And so we need to pick a good game. <laughs> so Liz will probably not so be here next we, week. <laughs> so do we have a guest lined up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know. I was, I was sad to say that this didn't hook you. Uh, but who knows? Maybe down the road. But I think it's funny, Keith, because I always love that you always mention it. But this being a cozy game, of course, is also fishing. What did you think of the fishing minigame? It was an odd choice of like how it's done. I didn't hate it. It was unique. Um, it didn't have the standard like up and down slider that you have to stay between it. Uh, and I don't know. It it was, I think, closer to the, I don't know, the style of like you kind of have to pull opposite of whatever the fish is doing because you have to go that opposite style. Yeah. But I thought I thought for the overall matching difficulty <clears throat> and accessibility of the gameplay, I think it was a perfect fit. Yeah, it was but, it was a little of odd. You had to have it. I know, of course. Uh, well, fishing and well, bug catching. I'm, I'm I'm curious what you found odd about it because I don't know. Nothing struck me as overly odd about it. I thought it was fairly unique and that I haven't seen anything. It was just like it, but it was know. just kind of weird. So I guess for context, essentially when you capture a fish, a I to me it always looked like a revolver cylinder. So it's like six chambers, and you're moving your fishing hook. You see an icon of a fish in one of the chambers. And you got to have your fishing hook pointing at the fish and you got to keep mashing B. But then every once in a while, like seaweed icon appears and it tangles up your hook. It was just kind of weird. It, it Like I didn't hate it, but it just, it wasn't very engaging. And it was just, I don't know, to me, just kind of tedious. I, somebody uh, asked me to go fishing or maybe I selected it. You're like, I'm too tired. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. So I didn't go fishing. <laughs> Well, no, I think like you told me to just accept it um, and then like just go home because I was about to pass out. Oh, yeah. And then you were, I, you were like yelling at me like this guy won't stop following me. I'm trying to go to bed. And I'm like, don't worry about him. He'll leave you alone. Yeah, yeah I felt bad. 
Because <laughs> he was like the town grump, too. <laughs> oh, the bald guy? I guess. I, was, I don't I always went fishing with him. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I always thought that was weird. When you're talking to people, they get very angry at you. They're always at first like, Haha, I love gardening. And then they're like, get out of my face. And it's like, whoa, this conversation. Like, I'm turned. very busy yeah. here. Please keep your distance. Like, oh, one of them was, um, yes, please yeah, give me my personal space. And it's just like, man, why is everyone so aggressive? But you know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with the NPCs on this one. Because hear me out. You're standing there minding your own business. Maybe you're just checking out what all of the wonderful different cranberry juice mixtures are available at the <laughs> grocery store. And someone just comes up to you and they're like, hey, hey, what are you doing? You know, you make a small comment. You make, hey, my wife wants some cranberry mango. I'm just seeing if they oh have that here. Oh, my God, the cranberry and, mango. And then you, th- you think they're going to walk away, but then they come back. And so, I don't know, maybe you But a third time, you're like, okay, buddy, out of my face. This has happened to me so many times in my life. Yeah. There's something about, like, the me, my mom, my sister. Too approachable. There's something about our face where, like, if we're on a bus and we're the only people and someone comes on, they're going to sit right next to us. (laughs) And it's kind of nice. I mean, like, people, people are chatty with us, but that has definitely happened to me a lot. And, like, with the grocery store and stuff, the same person keeps coming up and talking to you. But yeah, you're never going to go, get out of my face, or I need my personal space. Oh, of course not. Uh, I don't know. I think the personal space one, maybe. If 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 they're encroaching a little too close, and they're not clearly trying to reach for some sort of item that I'm standing in the way of in a grocery store. Mm-mm. Use nope. your cart. Just, like, step around it. and. I, at yeah. most, I'd be like, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm really busy right now. See? Look at that. Some of them say that. Some of them tell you that. They're like, hey, I'm I'm very busy. I'm gardening here. And that's actually a pretty busy thing to be doing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can talk and garden. I mean, I'm a terrible <laughs> gardener. I kill everything. But like, I, I maybe that's my problem. <laughs> I talk too much while I'm doing it. Even the plants are sick of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's this is not what I was going to ask. That we'll, we'll never get famous because people would come up to me and be like no thank you absolutely <laughs> hard pass speaking of NBCs, here's a little nitpicky complaint you can't pet the dogs or the cat there's yes, one cat you can. no you just go up to them and they just give you a heart symbol i don't i never saw yeah, you because i assumed you're petting them you just assume they can't animate you petting the dog i was also disappointed i want to adopt the dog there's one dog what was his name not jan it was the maru. other one maru yeah he was awesome. He was like a Siberian Husky, but he had like, his eye was slashed out. So it's like, dangs, what's this dog's backstory? Like, do you get a knife fight or something? You can't do anything with him. He's a retired fighter dog from another JRPG. Apparently. The dog looked awesome. And the cat was radish. He was useless. I could care less about that cat. <laughs> yeah, he walked away from it's me a lot. It's so funny because... I've mentioned in the podcast before, but we have these like stray cats. There's like five of them and they poop in our yard. And Andrew today Stepped was outside. Yeah, he came inside. And he's like, instead of cat poop. <laughs> Ugh. See, I'm, I'm all about animals with human names, but I got to say radish is a good name for a cat. I like There's it. something about it that, that fits well. I also like radishes. So. Eh. Un- I underappreciated vegetable. With a little bit of salt? Or in a salad? Absolutely. 
Oh, and a salad, great. Yeah. But yeah, I I used to eat them like that. My dad would cut them up all the time, just sprinkle a little bit of salt, and I'd sit there and yeah, me too. Snack on radishes with my dad. Just crunch on it raw, like an apple. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you cook radishes? I don't. I've never had a cooked radish. I'm sure you could. They're kind of. I really I, want a salad now. <laughs> oh, there's nothing like a good salad. <laughs> no veggies. Hard boiled egg. No, see, croutons. like if you like if you get like a lame salad, it is a sad experience. But if you make like a good salad, like a really good salad, mm-hmm. gives me joy maybe, in my maybe, heart. I, I will you have some leftover steak. You just put on, you know, some some cut up steak dips on there. Now we're talking. Andrew, see, oh sorry. Uh, growing up, I I never liked salad. There's you would always, oh here's a good salad. I remember so full backstory here. <coughs> me and Liz actually met at Panera. She trained me. And yeah, Panera's all about salads. And I remember for the longest time, I was like, no, nope, I'm just going to eat the sandwiches. Sandwiches are great. But finally, someone was like, no, you need to try, I think it was the Fuji apple salad was the one that I finally tried. And I was like, that guy is actually a good salad. I think it's so funny that you worked at Panera and you hate cooking. You really, you really do. I don't hate cooking. It's just, if I'm going to be doing something I hate, which is driving, you know, how many tasks do I have to keep doing? No, that no, because even when we were dating and I drove to you, because you lived fifty five minutes away, and I would drive to you, you you weren't cooking at home. No, you were putting what in Totino's. Uh, yeah, that's cooking. No, it's you not. You have to turn an oven. So on. even before we were married, even before like you did the majority of the driving, you did not cook. Because I am a simple man with simple pleasures. Pop I'm just saying, I think it's delicious funny. Totino's pizzas, and I'm a happy man. Which, Andrew, you made fun of me recently. We're at your uh, brother's house and <laughs> I was really hungry and I was eating. And I said that sometimes like when you get, eat something and it's so good, like it kind of makes you want to cry a little bit. Like it's like it is so good. My family looked at you so weird. <laughs> but it's like. No, no, I, I've never been to that point. I've never cried. But... I'm saying like you feel like too much joy no. that you like could. I'm not. Amber has cried. <laughs> I can see it. it. It has brought her levels of joy that have brought her to tears before. Happy tears, I will say. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, is you cooking that bad, Keith? <laughs> well, I mean, on the, on the flip side, there's been times when, you know, food takes a lot longer to get here than it should or whatever the case may be. And there's only one meal that's messed up and it's hers. Also tears, but... Uh. <laughs> you know different whole different thing but also your family just knows i'm an oversharer anyways yeah a little bit a little bit uh you're just you're a very quirky person <laughs> i love it i am like seriously want a salad so bad right now like intermission <laughs> no i'm just kidding can we have a salad break guys <laughs> and now everyone's just gonna hear you munching lettuce <laughs> the rest of the but you know what like so once i made this dressing and it was so annoying to make but it was so delicious and then I bought like a store brand and it tasted like mayo. And I'm like, I don't think I have the patience to make this frequently. And I haven't made it since. But it was like, you had to and like, I've been very gr- upset about it. Finally, great, like so many carrots and like it was in the ginger and it was a lot of work. But you can't buy it in the bottle, man. It was the last salad Andrew enjoyed. <laughs> oh, like it he ate any tears. of it. I doubt you even tried it. A lot of times, a lot of things you cook, I don't have the opportunity to eat. <laughs> like, anytime you make basil pesto pasta, you and Piper just eat it within a day. You make, like, a bucket, literally a bucket. And it, it's like, disgusting it's how day. much pasta I can eat. 
Ah, uh, man. What were we talking about? Uh, oh, food hey, talk. Uh, we're here for spirit tea. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, thinking Can you about... you cook any of this stuff in spirit tea? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I mean. There's quite a bit of recipes, but you can't really do anything with it it's kind of weird the food is just like a ball on the ground like graphically i'm looking at it on the on the ground and i'm like i know i can pick it up but i don't know what it is do i want to eat this ball yeah which like you said it's weird how the the stamina meter compared to your tiredness that you get there's no explanation so it's not like hey if you eat this food or drink this espresso it'll improve your tiredness i i never saw any description so it's just like all right i don't know what the purpose of any of this food is so I gave you a little icon. That was about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you drink, you drink the coffee, you're like, "Hey, wired." Oh, <laughs> you move faster. I did notice. that. Oh, see, I actually never tried drinking coffee. I didn't either. It does. Yeah, the coffee, and it only lets you drink one per day. So I don't know if it's a bit oh, that's, unrealistic. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say that's unrealistic. <laughs> day for oh, I, I I had my second cup of coffee by eight thirty this morning. So I I also agree that that's unrealistic, but. Yeah. It should have magic mind in it. <laughs> not a sponsor this I'm episode. Okay. Uh, not a sponsor this episode. Say this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, graphics though. I know you were complaining about it, Liz. I will say the first time I was playing this, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird. I think my biggest complaint about graphics is the humans. Your character and the people you've seen around the village. Very uninteresting. That being said though, I think the environments are actually kind of cool. I really like that this game takes place in a Japan-esque village. So really interesting because like there's actually surprisingly not a lot of games that do that, let alone cozy games. And then the spirits, though, are awesome designed. I couldn't quite figure out if any of these spirits are actually designed off actual like folklore, but they at least were cool. They honestly looked like Pokemon. So that was the other thing, too, where I was like, ooh, what does this Pokemon look like? I mean, there was that. I guess I, I liked getting new spirits, but it didn't seem like it mattered. I think that's how you progressed the book, though, right? Yep. Like you wrote about the spirits. Anytime so. you solved a mystery of a spirit, yeah, you, that's how you wrote more of your book. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, also too. Oh, oh, you guys got never got to experience the Lord spirits. Eventually, if you open the left wing. You uh, get these massive spirits, which, like I said, if you watch the movie Spirited Away, clearly the creator of this game is a big fan of that movie because there's a couple of spirits that I saw that I'm like, yep, this looks a lot like Spirited Away, uh, such as the old granny looked just like her. Uh, then, yeah, you have this giant pool where you get these big spirits. And once again, it's like, oh, you got to put extra attention for them. I didn't. And it was great. They actually paid like 10K each. Even when they didn't have a great time, they still paid me like 10K. And they didn't show up a lot, right? Because I remember I was watching you and all of a sudden, like the, the bathhouse started to shake. Yeah, you had like a 50-50 chance they would appear. They were pretty common. Um, like one a day? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't, it would be, if you got one, it would be one a day because okay. they're there for a while. Uh, so pro tip, I would actually recommend opening the left wing as soon as you can. Because, yeah, those those spirits, like I said, give you like 10K when they're there. But again, when I was watching you, it happened right when you ran out of energy. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. I mean, it made me feel bad closing the shop down, but I didn't care. Eventually, money is nothing to you. Exactly. So. I'm sitting on like $100 million. And it's just like, well, I could buy a lot of basketballs <laughs> or soccer balls because that was really upset Liz. Can you buy them do. in the game? Yeah. Oh. You could... 
it, I was expecting, just a side note, and maybe it does. I was expecting that little arcade to be another mini game. Me like too. A little arcade machine, but you just keep going. I don't know what to do with this. There's a gotcha uh, cabinet yeah, you too. You can use that, but it's like, what's the point of these? <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, I I thought the graphics were fine. I didn't I, just as a quick circle around because I I completely I don't know. I don't think there was much to say. I thought they were fine. I it they fit the game. And and did we talk about the music? Nope. That's where we're going to next. And I gotta say, the okay. music actually is pretty good. I thought it was fine. I don't. I don't know. Because I actually was trying to pay attention, but I just thought it was you know, fairly atmospheric and generic. Yeah. You had the bell when people came in, but it wasn't an annoying bell. Or I, I didn't think I so. Like, Andrew's <laughs> laughing, so maybe. No, he I did. just think it's funny when we're like audio. Liz is like, "There's a bell." <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, did you know Liz, Liz contributed. Everyone, good job. That's what I remembered. I was, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to contribute, but like, I'm like, did I pay attention to the music this week? Thank you for calling me out that I didn't. Thank you for saying, Liz, you did such a bad job this week. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. We've been doing this podcast for so long, and a lot of times you guys are like, oh yeah, we're supposed to listen to music. I well, mean, no, a lot of times it's forgettable. Yes, that is an easy way of saying it is forgettable. But I mean, for me, I, I didn't think it was forgettable because when you're doing the bathhouse. You're hearing a song over and over and over again. And it wasn't bad. Like, it actually, like he said, it's very atmospheric. But Hum you... it for us. No. <laughs> See, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I don't. No, no, no. No, I, just, I made that up. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> no, I think you should keep it in. No, I mean, it was like, I don't know. It was just, it was very relaxing bath music. It honestly, like. Yeah, it was just it was just tranquil music is generally what played. I mean, because that's obviously the vibe this game is going for. It's spirit tea. Do people normally listen to music in the bath? If I was taking, if I was actually taking a bath, probably I would. I think it would be part of like a nice relaxing thing. Because if I'm going to actually sit down and take a bath, I'm I'm stopping my day to to not do something. Uh, I don't think uh, I've don't taken a bath. I mean, I've showered since then, but I don't think I've taken a bath in like twenty years. I'm like sure people been, listen to Game Pass Grab Bag will take it a bath. What? <laughs> no, but like, now no. now I'm thinking like if I were to take a bath and I, like I said, I I how long do you sit there in silence? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I would say you normally listen to music in a bath. Because you go to a, I'm assuming I've never been to yeah. a spa because they 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 kind of freak me out a little bit. But if you go to a spa. <laughs> And like in movies and stuff, they always have like that tranquil music. But yeah, no, like I mean, yeah, because if you're if you're taking a bath, that's an event. Like when you take a shower, you, that's a goal. I'm I'm trying to get clean. In a bath, you're trying to relax. But see, like I feel like the like when I used to take a bath, the water would go too cold too quick. And so for me, it's like I understand a hot tub. Which like is surprising because you're such a hottie. <laughs> I really like a hot tub because the temperature doesn't go down. But with a bathtub, it's like I feel like you can't be in there that long. You kind of have to be efficient, right? Eh? I shouldn't talk about this. I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Apparently. <laughs> anyway, let's just move on. Some music, I guess, to uh, to these people is forgettable. For me, I thought it was actually a good vibe. The achievements, I think, are horrendous. Yeah, not, not to be dramatic, but so yeah. I put in over five hours. I don't know the exact amount of time, but I know it was over five. I've gotten zero out of fifteen achievements with zero gamer score. 
Um, Keith, you got it says you got one achievement with a game score of seventy, and That's Andrew accurate. eight out of fifteen with five hundred and ten. I you got zero. I got zero. There's no way. I thought there was an achievement to open the bathhouse. No, there really isn't. I think the I, I want to say quote unquote <laughs> easiest one, but I, I think was the only one I got that <clears throat> you can get pretty pretty much without just going through the game or or some level of that is the win a drinking game against the NPC. And that was the one I did. Oh uh, yeah. Even that, Which that oh I want I want to ask you Keith. Okay, yeah. I think I had a bug. I was able to do that drinking game once, and I'm never able to access the drinking stall. Have you been able to access it again? Have you tried? It's only open certain hours. Yeah, a guy's um, there serving, but I can't access it. I think I bugged out of it. Do you talk to him directly, yep. or do you try to it won't let me talk to him. front of the stall? It won't let me talk to him directly. Like, you, like even if you go around behind the stall? Yep. Just to be... Okay. Because I, I, I ran into that where... <laughs> I went with someone that was like, let's go drinking. And I said, okay, great. And then we went and we sat down and just sat there. But I walked around to the back of the stall and talked to him. And then it let me do it. But I haven't tried it since because mm. outside of needing that achievement, I didn't feel like going back and doing it because that's actually kind of a hard one to win. Yeah. I actually um, did it for my first try by accident. No, did you? Yeah, because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's like, you win. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's like, yeah, there's like only like a handful of achievements. So they're all worth like majority of them are worth like 70 gamer score. But unfortunately the achievements are, you know, maxing your hearts with everyone in the village, catching all bugs, catching all fish, finding all spirits. So it's a lot of work. You, If you're looking at it for completionists, the time is looking at like 32 hours. So yeah, not worth for achievement hunters. I'm actually at like 500 gamer score, but like I said, I put like 20 something hours in. So it took me a while just to get that 500. Sorry, my nose is a little stuffy. I don't know if it's picking up the audio. Mm. But anyway, let's get to our final thoughts here. I've been talking a lot here, so Keith, why don't you go first? <sighs> spirit tea, spirit tea, spirit tea. I, I definitely wanted to like this game. I, I, t- I don't usually mind <laughs> these management games. I'm not good at them, but they're always... Pretty laid back, pretty pretty easygoing, low pressure, and this was there was nothing difficult about it overall. It's it's just what you would expect, but boy, is it boring! It's just that's the one thing that I can go back to, and and not in an offensive way, not in a way that I was, I was irritated when I was playing it. I just I never could get excited or interested in it i just kind of went along for it um and it was perfectly fine when i did i i think i still call it a game because it it i don't know i don't dislike it but no you know what i'm i'm gonna go ahead i am gonna change this one not a con this time andrew (laughs) just for for the record i'm not trying to be funny on this one i i i legitimately just think if we're talking about what I recommend this game to somebody, I wouldn't. I I would. There's probably another management game I would find and recommend over this. So it's officially a pass for you. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was I was really close in line where I thought I was gonna give it a game, but I just the more I think about it, and there's nothing wrong with it. it if they add some of these quality of life things or any quality of life things or more content, I would even go back to it because I think it's 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 got something to it. Um, but yeah, it's just. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone really over overly at this point. So I think I would 
give it, I'm going to break out the classic, 69, because it's just nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I know I sounded probably the most I gave this episode. But as I said, it's not a bad game. I did have a lot of fun with it. You know, it is a complete game. It's just, as I was playing it, I felt like the game was hinting at, you know, possibly new mechanics coming out that you're going to be doing. You know, it was, I to me, as I kept playing it, I was just like, oh, this game would be better if it did this. It'd be better if it did this. It'd be better if it did this. So I would not be surprised down the road if they add these things. So that's why I'm currently giving it a pass because I'm like Keith, where I'm like, I can't really recommend it to somebody. The only person I recommend it to, as I said, is someone who really loves cozy games and has just played everything else and is looking for something. I Like I said, this would probably be at the bottom of my list because it's like, it, it just needs a little more to it. But I still did have fun with it. It is very repetitive and tedious, but, you know, cozy games tend to be, but I had a lot of fun with it. Um, so for me, yeah, I, I was planning on giving it a 70. Uh, oh, but I also I forgot to mention too, uh, I did see an interview from the developer and he, I, I always love when I see these, but the developer thanked Game Pass that he was so glad that his game was able to go on Game Pass because of Game Pass. He said he was able to add over 100 hours of gameplay because he was able to have more time with it because he knew his game was going to be on Game Pass. I don't know what those 100 hours were, but that's what he at least claimed. So he at least has noticed a good... Uh, because of Game Pass, this game is uh, able to at least be made more. That's crazy because the, the like average time to beat is like 30 33 hours. Yeah. Hours. So that's what, I, that's what I thought was funny when I saw that he said add 100 hours. I'm like, well, what did you add? <laughs> I see now I feel like mine is too high I was going to give it a 73 I feel like there's how oh, is it too high it's three points higher than me I don't know I just I'm like, like did I like it more than you guys Keith almost gave it a game I don't know but I just feel like it's you know it, it does have potential I liked it and it was exactly what you said where the entire time I was like oh, I wish this was like this this was like that um I definitely didn't dislike my time with it. Looking at uh, Metacritic, uh, TBD for critics and users for um, Xbox One and Series X. There's like nothing. For all uh, platforms, 76 for critics. Um, but there is not a lot of reviews. Yeah, like I said, like, it's hard all. to find lookups for this game. Like to get uh, tips and tricks. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give one that really that I had to look up if you do play this game. You get it like early on, you have to make a recipe and you need ugly grass. And it's like, where the heck is this? Nobody sells it. It's literally next to the bus stop, far east, in a corner. And it looks like just regular grass. It's like, how is anyone supposed to find this? Yeah, that was, that was a weird, weird design choice by them. Anyway, that's enough complaining. <laughs> um, anyway, if you have any game suggestions for us or you just want to say hi to us, check us out, hang out with us. Go to GamePassGrabBag.com. You'll find all the links for all our things. You'll even find our Discord, which is way easier for you to give us game recommendations. You can talk to us, hang out with us, join us for our live recordings on Tuesdays. Join now because after a while we will eventually close it and just make it a Patreon acceptable thing. But for now, it's open to everyone. So come on and join the party. I've been your hardcore game host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird0152. I've been Keith. And I don't I don't really know what to say. It's not a listener pick. Liz doesn't listen to us. So. You're not gonna give me a, a You rating? don't listen. You don't listen to these episodes, do you, Liz? 
Sometimes I do. So, for instance, like, I'm going to have to listen to the ones that, like, I'm not a part of because I need the scores and stuff. And so I, I well, usually have to go in the background. All right. Well, what I'll do is uh, after you get off the call, I will record a separate score for Liz so that she can <laughs> hear when she listens to this episode. And that's how she will know what her score is. And that's my outro for this episode. Good night, everybody. I'll say good night again one more time at the end. I mean, I could just fast forward it. Like, instead of listening to the whole thing. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm just saying, like... He's going to sneak it into the middle of the episode somewhere is what he's going to do. I'm just I'm just making whispering. up things that Andrew's going to do that he has no idea or no intentions of doing. Well, Keith can't give you below a 90 or a 9. That's his new thing, except he gave Dottie a below a 9. Oh, you'll hear about you that. You'll hear about that in uh, our Star Wars episode. Yeah, I'm so behind. Whoops. Especially <laughs> because... So sorry again, Donnie. <laughs> Yeah, because we're going to, I'm assuming we're doing our like year in yep, review. Yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, and, uh, so I'm really behind in my um, numbers. Uh, but anyways, I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag, coming on D, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob, Noob, Busy, W, and same with Instagram. All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.